This is Colin Moriarty from Sacred Symbols, a PlayStation podcast, the best PlayStation podcast on the entire internet. If you're looking for a different PlayStation podcast to listen to than mine, you probably want to listen to podcasts beyond. But if you need a PlayStation podcast even after that, then you're in the right place for PlayStation experience. Have yourselves a very good time. Welcome to the land of long-lived play, where greatness is always waiting. Welcome to PlayStation Experience. It is I, your boy, Detton to Dev, as always, and joining me is the man of a million podcasts, Mr. Delvin Cox. How are you this morning? Good morning, Vietnam! You're muted. <coughs> oh, I'm muted. I'm, I'm not muted. You were muted. You were muted. <laughs> <laughs> you missed half of that. <coughs> that sucks. Yeah. Because I'm not doing that again. <laughs> and how was I muted? That's so weird. I don't know. Because I didn't mute myself. <laughs> it's a conspiracy. Maybe your mic just didn't like you yelling at it. I don't know. Fuck this mic. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Say what you were going to say. No, nah, I'm not saying that again. <laughs> I won't blow up my voice saying it the first time. Fuck it. You just lost it. You lost out, PlayStation community. Okay. You're lost. Well, a- every week do we manage to break the record for fastest <laughs> explosives? <laughs> It's not my fault. It's society. It absolutely is your fault. No one provoked you. No one brought up that you Look don't here. have a PS5 pre-order. You screwed up your own intro. I didn't screw it up. We don't need to be provoked. It's 2020, baby. Look We're here. already on fire. They've already said we are like the bastard child of the PlayStation community, of the PSP community. We are just out there. Like You want to hear niceties and politeness? Go to the other PSVG shows. This one is fucking wild. We say what we're going to say. Oh, man. That other voice you heard joining us from the great wide north is the platinum princess herself, Miss Haley Nicole Miller. How are you this morning? Uh, I've been awake since 2 a.m., so tired. (laughs) I hear that. I hear that. I am also tired as all hell. I don't know why. I feel like I went to sleep at a decent hour, but I am tired. So let's get some energy going. Let's get this show rolling. Let's start with what have we been playing? We're going to start with you first, Delvin. What have you been getting down with in the video game world? I know I always thought with me because I've told both of you about something that interesting happened this week. But let me get into what I've been playing first. I've been playing three games. One, I'm not going to talk about because there's not enough information to talk about that one. I've talked about it on a Discord, so it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter. (laughs) That game doesn't matter right now. I, but, I mean, I mean, this is the section called "What are you playing?" So but, you should probably talk about what you're playing. Nah, nobody cares about that game. Anyway, <laughs> I was playing the Walking Dead VR game called Onslaught, which okay. is mm-hmm. actually really cool because earlier this year they had the one I forgot the name of it. It's called Saints and Sinners. Yeah, the one set in New Orleans, right? Yeah, okay. Yes. That one is yeah. like more story based, more RPG ish, more like Fallout type Walking Dead game where you have like a community in the world. This one is not made by the same developers, but it's based off a TV show. And the concept of it is cool. It had like a five hour campaign where you get to play a Daryl, and Daryl's telling the story 
to Rick about something that's happened, like this little girl missing his stuff. He's trying to find a little girl and tracking her. It's between what was what was the season with Negan? It's right uh, after the right after the Negan War. It's right after the Negan War. So that's what, season nine. Yes, it's right after. Because the end of season eight is the end of the war with Negan, and then like the first six episodes of season nine are like right before Rick leaves. So yes, yeah, so it's between season eight and season nine. This is this is occurring. So you got the story mode was with Daryl, like you're, you're doing things with Daryl, trying to figure out what's going okay, on. Okay, so I just have to ask: Is this Andrew Lincoln and uh, and Norman Reedus voicing these characters? The only one who didn't show up to voice the character was Andrew Lincoln. But everybody else so is then, there. So then that's off-putting immediately. Yes, I, I will get to that. But, so, the story mode is basically Daryl. Which is cool and it's fun to play as Daryl and stuff like that. One thing I did I found weird about that is, you don't do the story mode with his crossbow. You have to, like, earn the crossbow, I guess. No, that's following the story. Because Dwight stole Daryl's crossbow in season 8. Yeah, but this is between this is after season eight. Okay, but Daryl doesn't get his crossbow back till episode one of season nine. Okay, so that, that explains that. But you, but you can um, you have, basically have a gun and stuff. You can like yeah. represent weapons and stuff. And like to add on what you're saying, none of the characters has their weapons. Like Andrew Lincoln doesn't have his long pistol or nothing like that. What and happens is that, I don't care what the fuck it's called. It's a gun. <laughs> <laughs> but um, what happens is the story mode is Daryl, but in between missions, you can go out and gather things like supplies and things as either Michonne, Rick, or Carol. Okay. And, and those parts to me are, are the parts that are fun because what you do is you take the character and it's say, hey, you pick an area. Hey, you got to go through. The, you can go through this area, try to get as many supplies as you can. Before the herd takes over the area. So, what you're doing is you're running through a town, killing zombies as fast as you can, and grabbing supplies, and then running to the truck with Eugene to pick you up to go back to the base. That's the gameplay loop of it. And it's fun because you're getting supplies to build up Alexandria and build the community back up. So, as you're getting supplies and stuff, you're adding like new buildings to the, um, to Alexandria and you're adding new supplies and sometimes you pick up new survivors. So it's a little fun little loop you can play and the average play time is maybe like 10 minutes. If I'm correct, the story mode is like 5 hours. So it's a it's a nice little fun dip into the Walking Dead universe without taking up too much of your time. It takes probably more time to have your VR headset set up to like play a full like you can play you can play like a couple of rounds of like just this going through the town to like 10 minutes or less. But it's fun and it's exciting because you have, you're going through the town, you'll see a zombie walk up in there, you have to stab him in the head, then another zombie might be behind you, they'll grab you, and you have to look behind you and kill him, and you can tell a zombie has you because he'll say, Walker's got me! Or you'll say, it depends on who you got, they'll say something different, and you have to kill the zombies, you can shoot them. It's a lot more satisfying to walk up to the zombies to and stab them in the head with a knife or a machete and stuff like that, as opposed to shooting them because the guns, gunplay is not so hot. But it's very satisfying to go up to them and you can grab them by the throat and stab them in the head with a knife or something like that. Or 
it's a really cool, fun VR game. I will say this. It is ugly. It is an ugly game. <laughs> like, I mean, the trailer for it looked awful. Yeah. And uh, I will say the fact that the only one that... Well, I mean, granted, Andrew Lincoln is wanted time away from the Walking Dead universe. He's coming back, obviously, to do the Rick Grimes movie um, and stuff like that. And also there are rumors that he might be back for the final season of the Walking Dead TV show as well. Um, if Lauren Cohen is to be believed, she plays Maggie, of course. Um, but uh, it's interesting, to say the least, that the, Andrew was the only one who didn't reprise his character. And uh, that'd be very off-putting, because I don't really see anyone else as Rick, because he played Rick so well for so long. Well, he lo- the, the character model looks like Rick, and it sounds like a, a sound-alike, but it's not as good as you want it to be. Everybody else sounds yeah. spot on. Like Eugene is funny. <laughs> He's funny and, and witty and stuff. Like everybody else is spot on, but you know it's like uh, Eugene is the worst character in the Walking Dead universe. I don't know if I agree with that. We're not going to get into that. Though. Yeah, what else are you playing? <laughs> um, the other game I've been playing is what is it? The Star Wars game. What is Rogue Squadrons? I think it's called Squadrons. Oh, it's called Squadrons. Um, I like it. I was gonna play it in VR. Did you play that one in VR? Not yet, because I didn't feel like setting oh, it up. Oh man, I played it. Um, I played past the prologue and I played the first mission outside of VR. And I can tell you, I like it a lot. It's cool, and as I'm playing it, I got to feel like, yeah, this would play so much better in VR. But it's a it's yeah, a cool concept. Definitely. Yeah, it's a cool concept yeah. of giving you the story between the rebels and the dark side. It's it's super cool. I think it's set between Star Wars and Empire. I cannot remember which part, which which movie is actually set between, but yeah, it does give you a really good just back and forth between the Empire and the, and the Rebel Alliance. It's it's dope, and you can tell that it was really made for VR as well. Yeah, yeah. There are certain parts that you like. Just the way it plays, like you mm-hmm. can see, like you can sit the there way you see. have to move, like. Yeah, it's weird. The way you move between character between the characters when like you're in the bases and stuff, you can tell that it was definitely made to to be to be able to translate to a VR experience really well. Yeah, even the way you kind of fly the ship with the controller, it's like yeah, this kind of feels like you should be controlling the X wing or a Tie fighter like this. But overall, I like it. It's a solid. Yeah. It's a solid game. If you like Star Wars, you're gonna like it. It's elements of it that are freaking beautiful. Like, see, the, see, that's yeah. the thing. I like Star Wars, but I already know this game isn't for me. I don't like space combat. Well, then you definitely won't like it. Then, I, yeah. I, if you if you want a Star Wars story, you'll love it. But if you like space combat, I don't know what to tell you. Like, it's, it's but see, I, I knew I knew that going in. I knew I, I knew it wouldn't be a game for me anyway, so I didn't buy it. And there's no trial on EA Play anyway, so because also, for some reason with Star Wars titles, they're weird about that. Also, it's a budget title, isn't it? It's like forty bucks. It's forty dollars. So for yeah. so for Canada, it'd be like fifty three ninety nine. But still, um, it's it's still so weird how EA Play like just goes. Oh, for Star Wars titles, y'all don't need trials. Yeah, because they know people will buy them. So yeah, but it's a solid game. If you're a Star Wars fan, you want a cool Star Wars story. Even if you don't like necessarily space combat, you just turn it, put it on easy. I think it's a fun little bump to get in, especially if you I'm have VR. About, I'm not worried about difficulty. It's the fact that space combat, for whatever reason, in games makes me sick. 
Well, yeah, you can't do it, but everybody else, <laughs> if you don't like, if you don't like space combat and you like Star Wars, at least give it a try because I, I enjoyed what I played so far of it, and I think it's fun. I don't think I, I don't play too many flight simulator games. I used to like Ace Combat, but even when I played Ace Combat, I wasn't like in it to like, hey, I'm flying a fighter pilot. I was in it because I like the story play elements of it and things like that. So this is more along the lines of that. And I like it a lot personally. Nice. All right. Let me get to what I want to tell you guys about. I know I had you guys on the edge of your seats. So. <laughs> yesterday. Like you wouldn't tell us deliberately. Well, that's your fault, Haley, because you're like, oh, you can just tell, talk about it on the show. So I said, you know what? I, I better just talk about it. Regardless. No, I, I was going to completely forget about it, honestly. <laughs> on the mentally on the show. But since you said, let me just talk about it on the show. So. I completely forgot about it, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, I went to GameStop yesterday to get Crash for my son. What is it? Crash is about time? Yeah, the the new one, yep. And when I went in, all the GameStop employees, there was like three or four of them, was talking about my podcast, the Delver Cox Experience. I know the manager what? for a while. Oh. I know the manager for a while and stuff like that. They follow me on um, Instagram. So when I walked in, they were like, yeah, that, that, he does the podcast and stuff. And like, we listen to it all the time in here sometimes and stuff. It's, it's a great podcast. They were saying whatever they were saying and stuff. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. So the manager pulled me aside. I'm like, hey, we, we love what you're doing. I want to play the Delvin Cox experience in GameStop daily. Because it's a local GameStop. So they can do what they want to do. Are so, you sure about that? Can they do that? <sighs> Well, he asked. He said yes. Okay, but but huh? would corporate allow that? Do you think I'm worried about corporate? Corporate don't know. Doesn't matter. Yeah. But see, this is what I'm getting to. I said, while I like the offer, it may be better if you play PlayStation Experience in here, the PlayStation podcast ID, because it's video game centric, and also I have I'm on a podcast network called PSVG. His response was, hey, that's a great idea. If you have a podcast network, we can just play PSVG shows in here that will talk about video games. So, yep. I'm working out a way for this GameStop. And let me ca- put this caveat because I know what you're going to say, Haley. It's cursing I in our show. Gonna go, I was just going to go, I'm glad you said the whole network because they might selectively exclude us. No, no, no. <laughs> so, so I so I'm working out a way for him to play this in that GameStop. So PSVG shows we played all in GameStop in this GameStop in the hood. Cause I'm gonna call it Spade Spade. It's the GameStop in the hood, so the cursing won't really matter. <laughs> like corporate corporate corporate's not coming here like, hey, what are you playing? Nah, that's not that's not a thing. This GameStop literally has its own Instagram. And I was and they talk about everything. They like talk about Miami Heat basketball and stuff like that. And talk about things that are far different than just regular GameStop talk about on their Instagram. So, that being said, it's going to be pretty cool to hear our voices in a GameStop. Once this gets done. That's pretty, that's pretty cool. PSVG, the official podcast of GameStop. You heard it here first. The, the, the official... Also, also, fun fact, I know that EB and like GameStop are different companies now and all that but like i've never heard music in 
any of the EB games that I've shopped at here. Like, I've shopped at one in Toronto. I've shopped at one in, in like, up near Ottawa. And I've shopped at the ones down here. I've never heard music in them at all. Well, I'll say this. Or podcasts or audio or anything. Well, okay, I've heard audio from, like, the TV with the trailers that they play. But, like, other than that, I've never heard music or anything in, in EB games. That's what I was going to say. I think... It's gonna be played on the TV because you know usually the game they have like yeah. multiple TVs in there. One will be playing like the GameStop ads and stuff, stuff that's required, and they have another mm-hmm. TV in there that has certain things on it. So, I'm but my what I'm thinking is gonna happen is they're gonna go on Spotify or something like that mm-hmm. and play the PSVG podcast. Nice, that's actually pretty dope. That's that's incredible. Yeah. So. It's the GameStop in the Edison Marketplace in Miami, Florida. So, if you're in Miami, Florida, and you go to the GameStop in the Edison Marketplace, you may hear some familiar voices. Well, if you're from Canada, you won't be doing that for a while. So. Yes. Dope. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, PSVG, official gaming podcast of GameStop. You heard there it you go. first. There you go. <laughs> All right, what have you been playing, Haley? Uh, quite a lot this week, actually. Uh, still playing Tony Hawk. Uh, I posted in the Discord and on Twitter this week. I managed to get uh, ridiculous. There's 19 of these specific challenges. They're called Get There's, where you need to, like, loop specific. Like, anyone familiar with Tony Hawk's knows what gaps are. Like, uh, in the warehouse level, if you jump over the ramp that you come down in the first part of the level, it's called the channel gap. So, like, you... Linking stuff like that together to create a combo. So I was on the school level in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1. You need to like link the a garbage ollie to like rail to rail to like two planter gaps and a bunch of stuff like that. Managed to do it after two days. And man, do they only get harder from there. I mean, they are titled hard, but there's 19 of these. Uh, and I don't think I'll complete any of them. They're just fun to attempt. Uh, <laughs> the school was the only one I managed to actually get. Um... But, uh, also been playing Mafia Definitive Edition still. I think I'm, like, almost halfway through the story. Um, that game doesn't really have open world in the story. It's just like, hey, go here, do this story. And then they have, like, a free ride mode for you to, like, explore and grab missing collectibles and stuff like that. Uh, I know for a fact I won't platinum that game because there's a mission you do. Uh, I think it's Chapter 5 is a race. On classic mode, uh, there's a there's an achievement for beating the whole game on classic mode, uh, and AI drivers are way faster than you. So good luck with that. I know people have been stuck on that for like four days. Um, the game's fun. Story's pretty good. Uh, it's interesting to say the least, uh, especially in the 1930s. Man, that skip drive feature is very nice because <laughs> cars in the 1930s don't control well at all. Um. And then still playing Kingdom Zomalar. I'm like level twenty two now. Um nice. I just finished the Warsworn uh questline. Uh which was fun. It gave me the option of like accepting like a a boon from like the Niskaru Lord or whatnot. But I looked up which reward was better and I decided to go with that. So bonus fire damage is always nice. Um so I went with that instead and now I got like a twist of bait called forsworn which is pretty cool um and then <laughs> i started my permadeath run of the last of us part two um in the three hours i played um i died four times 
Now, I'm not doing full permadeath or act-based permadeath. It is chapter-based. So, like, I only ha I'm only losing, at most, 60 minutes of progress at a time. Man, does it get frustrating quick, though. Because <laughs> on permadeath mode, you can't skip cutscenes. There is That's no weird. option in the menu or any button pressing at all to skip cutscenes. Nope! And also, you can't... I mean, it's permadeath, so that I understand, but you can't save either. It's uh, It auto-saves for you. Quitting the game in a situation... I never quit anyways. I just kept going until I didn't feel like playing anymore for the day. But, like, uh, quitting the game in what the game considers a dangerous situation counts as a death. Which makes sense. Like, if you're about to enter a combat encounter and you quit the game, the game's like, this will count as a death. You'll restart the chapter. Um, are you sure you want to quit? Which is fine, but... I died in the store where, like, it gives you the tutorial on sneaking up on clickers four mm -hmm. times because in jumping over the counter, I accidentally fired my gun twice. And the other two times, <laughs> it was because for some reason the AI just turned around even though I was following the button prompts to, like, go as slow as possible. So it was just RNG and I got screwed over. And so I finally made it to Seattle day one. So like, I'm just outside, like, the gates where you have to, like, unlock them and everything. Um, it's, I mean, the challenge isn't any different. I'm still, like, just playing on, like, moderate, like, you know. I'm not being crazy and trying to play on Grounded because you. Um, but, you know, it's a nice challenge. It's, uh, it's frustrating. And, uh, the only thing coming up that I'm really worried about, really, is, uh, the... This, the flashback in Jackson, you know which one I'm talking about, and day two as Abby. This doesn't sound fun Yeesh. at all. No, not at all. <laughs> um, I want no parts of permadeath. I that am, just sounds. I am only worried rough. about the Rat King as Abby and uh and the bloater fights as Ellie. Nah. There's two mm. of them. There's the one in Jackson and there's the one on day three. Nah. I'm trying to think, how much of that stuff could you really just run past and avoid? Oh, you could do a lot of that. Because that is what I would try to do if I were to ever attempt permadeath mode. I mean, to, to be fair, I think you could start it on, um, I think you could start it on New Game Plus, but I didn't know that because it gives you like the difficulty options you want and then it gives you like accessibility issues so i just started a new game so like i'm going from a new game i don't have any of my weapons or anything um but uh you know it's uh it's yeah. a challenge what are you okay no just no <laughs> that is not a challenge that i want any parts of it's a lot a lot to even try to comprehend and, and go through. It's just so weird hearing permadeath and then you say you died four times because when I think of permadeath, I think more like um, you're done. You start over. So. I, again, the when you turn permadeath on, the first option is permadeath, but you can cycle over and then it goes like act-based or chapter-based. And I'm playing chapter-based. Yeah. So when you die, you get like a little screen that tells you how long you survived for uh, and whether you want to retry or quit. Quit. <laughs> uh, I'm having fun yeah, with you it. Save the, 
when you said that if you, you you quit the game in a combat situation, does that mean you can't even just like resume it? Like you can't just put the so game to sleep with so it, like basically in a pause mode? Or you no? you can't do that. So essentially, what happens in that situation? What so essentially what happens in that situation is say you're you get to a combat scenario and you're it's time to go eat. You put the console in rest mode. The game will restart the chapter. If you're playing wow, chapter based, so you, yeah. Can you just pause the game and never put it in rest mode? Yeah, you can pause the game. Like there, it's not like you just can't you, turn the system. You off. just can't turn the system off, quit the game, or quit the quit like to the main menu because it counts it as a uh, as a death. Nope. So. Wow. Nothing about this sounds fun. Hashtag pass. I just want the trophy, and I mentioned that in the three hour video I put up on my YouTube channel. <laughs> Screw that trophy. Nah. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, also one more thing, not re- not not related to like what I've been playing, but secured a digital pre-order of Miles Morales Ultimate Edition because Sony put up a bunch of pre-order links. So, hey, so I'll Screw get to pre-order links. Sony, give us the UI, give us the info. Yeah, that'd be nice. But I get to bring the console home on the twelfth and download that and Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Oh, and uh, also found out if you pre-ordered Watch Dogs Legion digitally. The PS5 version of that game digitally releases on the 12th. The disc-based version is on the 24th. So, cool. Very cool. Very cool. So as for me, I've been playing Dishonored 2. I decided I wanted to go back and actually play that game and try to finish it in this little gaming lull. Are you playing and, as Corvo uh, or Emily? Emily. Play Corvo in the first game, yeah. so I decided to play as Emily. In the I like game. Emily's powers in um, Dishonored 2 better than Corvo's. So. Uh, man, for me, the powers are basically far reach and choking people. Like, I played the first game completely clean hands, didn't really do anything except for his teleport, and that was it. And I pretty much will probably end up doing most of the same stuff with Emily, just usually just a far reach, and that's it. Because I try not to kill anybody. It's all about uh, being a ninja and never being seen. Non lethal. Nope. It's great. I try to kill small countries in that game. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Every- just murder everybody. Yeah, Donnie, Donnie played it. Yeah, uh, yeah, I saw his. I saw the his. exact opposite of mine. He was stealthy, but he, he was also lethal. He was just twenty six bodies. I don't think there was any stealth to him at no, all. No, no, just loud. His, I'm going his, in. I'm murdering. His everybody. was in the bottom stealth corner. He. It's just twenty six bodies were found, but no alarms were rung. It was still in the stealth corner. Actually, hold on. I think he, he po- posted. He posted that in what Xbox Empire? Let me look at that right now. I don't even remember, but either way, yeah, he he murdered everybody. I murdered nobody. Um, but yeah, I really enjoy that game. Uh, that's the only thing from the Bethesda thing that makes me think like, oh man, I might not get to play another Dishonored. But really enjoy that game. Really enjoy the combat, the story, just really cool. Um, other than that, I've also been playing uh Star Wars Squadrons, which uh, that game is just gorgeous. This from the sound design to the visuals. Being in the cockpit of the TIE fighter or the X-Wing, like, everything about it just feels really, really good. Um, I have a question. Like Delvin said, go ahead. The, the beginning of the game asked you to pick two characters. I wonder, curious who you picked. Uh, I created a female uh, TIE fighter or whatnot, female for the Empire, and then uh, just the dude, regular random dude for the Rebels. For the, the Empire, there's a character that looks kind of like... Um, a chick called uh, Bobby Draper from The Expanse. So I basically just created her because she's one of my favorite characters in that show. 
So I created her for the for the Empire, and then for the Rebel Alliance, I just a black dude. So yeah. what I did was because weirdly speaking, they have a black dude on the Empire and a black dude on the Rebel Alliance that look very similar. <laughs> so I said mm-hmm. I'm gonna pick these two guys because they like they can be brothers. I just made a story in my head up like they're brothers and one just went to the Empire <laughs> and one became a, a member of the Rebel Alliance. So I said, ah, there it is. That's dope. <laughs> but yeah, man, this game, just the sound design, it just, ah, oh, feels so, it just sounds and feels so good. And it's flying around, like being able to hear everything, like going by you, around you, over you, if you have good sound. It's just it's a it's an incredible experience. You can definitely tell that it was made for VR. Um, being in the cockpit and seeing your 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 character reach over and touch all the instruments and the buttons and stuff and just the cockpit view and being able to see just everything lighten up. It's just really really cool. I really really enjoy the game. The combat is fun. It feels it feels good. So, so uh, I'm, I'm really, really digging the game. Slight update on the Dishonored thing. You were correct. He, uh, I, I read it wrong. He was totally the complete opposite. He was uh, lethal and assault. Yeah, he was not trying to be quiet. You know, I because he thought we we had talked about it a little bit on I guess Game Tech, and he was like, "Oh, I, I thought you had to be stealthy. That was part of the game." I was like, "Not really." There's benefits to being stealthy and not killing everybody because then you don't get like the blood flies. Yeah. And, more of that and i was like but quite honestly you can just murder everybody and it's fine so that's that's what he decided to do i mean also the the killing and the 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 animations for the combat are really dope also uh, i so love the domino power where like you can link people together um and then Mm -hmm. you like jump in front of an enemy that's linked to another and make them shoot at you and then they kill the other (laughs) the guy they're linked to and themselves i will say this yep about dishonored if they don't want you to kill, because you get the good ending for not killing, right? It's like I mean, a you get the good ending mm-hmm. regardless. There's not really a, a difference. Think that, think in Dishonored two, difference. there's no. in Dishonored one, there's a difference. In Dishonored two, there's not really a difference. Yeah, I'll refer to this, the first one. Mm-hmm. If if they don't want you to kill to get the good ending, why do they make killing so damn fun? Like it's a lot more fun to go around murdering those people than it That's is. That's the point. To hiding. Like I like. Oh, uh. they're trying to entice you, like. Can you be restrained? Can you have restraint and actually no. not go around just recklessly murdering people and, and be the hero the world deserves? No, I, mean, I can't. It's no. not really the hero the world deserves. You're still, half the time, the options for non-lethal and Dishonored 1 involve things worse than death. Like a woman being yeah. taken hostage by her, uh, you know, not very friendly suitor who says he's going to do things that are very inappropriate and very bad to her. But that she'll be alive. Well, these people are bad. Okay, but they're bad people. But like, you're literally handing a man, handing a woman off to a rapist. Like, that's literally an option for non-lethal in Dishonored One. That's that's wild. not that's not these, saving the world. These are bad people. That's not saving the world. These are people nobody's gonna miss. All right. I still wouldn't condone these rape. Bad people. Especially, I'm not condoning it. It's also a video game. Okay, so I don't have any ties or care. So. I can't be me. <laughs> I felt bad blowing I, I, Megaton up. But you're Fallout. not you. You're you're Car- you're Car- Carvo, whatever his name is. You're not that's you. That's not how my that's not how empathy works, sir. It's a video game. That's I not how empathy works, people. sir. It's a video game. 
I felt bad Nobody's blowing real? Megaton up in Fallout 3. I immediately uh, reloaded. Boy, upset the world I on immediately fire. reloaded. I, I can't do that. Set the world on fire. Watch it. No. Burn. Also, though, to be fair, I kind of take outrage with that specific uh, non-lethal option because of personal things. So we won't get into that. But that one's a little harder for me to excuse. That is kind of so, weird, though. Yeah. That is kind of weird. Like, hey, you're off. It's literally the only video game I've seen go, hey, you can hand this woman off to a sexual predator. I can do it. It's the only video game I've seen do that. I feel like there's a, another game that does something similar. I can't remember. Is it Red Dead? No. There's a game like that think, where I don't think it's you don't, Red Dead. You don't hand them off, but you can let them basically be taken to be raped. So like, is it? I don't remember what game it was. It's, can we move on from this conversation? Well, y'all brought it up. Well, yeah, yes, it wouldn't can. surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me. But again, I just wanted the clean hand stroke to see if I can get away through the game without killing anybody. And I did. And I'm doing pretty much the same thing as Emily. Just teleporting around, choking people out, or shooting them with the sleeping dog. Earlier this year, like before everything went wild, I'd started a Dishonored 1 playthrough trying to get the mostly flesh and steel, which is just used. Like, you can't buy any of the upgrades at all. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've tried to do that. But at the same time, I was also trying to do clean hands. No. I ended up ha- like I still I made a separate save and just was like, all right, I'm tired of this. You're all dead. <laughs> just use sleeping darts. Put them all to sleep. I it's had like four dead. of them. That oh, you gotta get more. That doesn't sound fun. You gotta get more. You can only <laughs> hold. You can only hold ten of them at once. So that's plenty. That is again. That is. You don't have to kill everybody or put everybody to sleep. Uh, you can just avoid them. Regardless. It's more fun to kill everyone. Says the person who has moral dilemmas with hurting people in certain ways. Again, I'm a sexual assault survivor. Of course I have a moral dilemma with that. Set the world on fire. Watch it burn. No, that's not how empathy works. Kill everybody. Let the paramedics sort them out. (laughs) If they did, they all need paramedics. Just saying. (laughs) I said, I said, let the paramedics sort the bodies no. out. You did not say bodies. You said, let, let, let the paramedics sort them out. You did not say oh, bodies. I meant the bodies. I meant the bodies. You don't need paramedics for a dead body. No, you need the hey. coroner for dead bodies. Either which, way. Which reminds me of one of my favorite lines Murder from like mom. a Team Four Star video, which is like, hey, kids, want to see your dead body? That is from Boys in the Hood. Uh, right. Actually, yes. what I know it from is from Helsing Ultimate Abridged when Alucard walks through a wall. Wow. You're young. That is, that's all I got to say about that. That is 100%. Boys in the Hood. Yeah, that's Boys in the Hood. What, what was Boys in the Hood? 92? That was three years uh, before I was born. That's why I said you're young. I couldn't tell you which year. Yeah, you're you're like twelve. It's cool. I I turned twenty five oh, in like less than and and sorry, I turned twenty five in literally a month and five days. I was close. It's ninety one. Boys in the Hood came out. Okay, that was four years before I was born. I was eleven. Probably should have been else? watching that movie. I was ten. What else you been playing? <laughs> That's it. Just Star Wars and uh. Decided, that's all I've really been playing, and I, I'm enjoying them both. I'll probably jump back into. Oh well, I'll take that back. 
We played Among Us last night. Yes. That was my yeah. first time playing Among Us. So PSVG, we got together and played some Among Us, uh, and that was a good time. As speaking oh, of, man. as 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 someone who did not play last night, uh, there are reasons for that. Uh, I had played Among Us with some friends earlier this week. Uh, one of them had gifted it to me on Steam because they're like, "Hey, let's let's all play this." Uh, I discovered that game is not for me because I can't deal with sitting in silence dealing with my own thoughts. So, so, so that game is not for me, which is why I did not partake. But I'm very glad the rest of the team had fun. Also, Rebecca, please yeah, don't man. loop me into I would have believed you because I'm not entirely sure that's true. I I appreciate that people just kept going after and killing Rebecca when she clearly wasn't. Uh, also, also she was the one trying to teach everyone how to play, and y'all were still killing her. Yeah. It was funny. I mean, if you look sus, just hey, saying, hey, you might get called you, up. You know who's looking a little sus? Orange. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Hey, uh-huh. look, man. Uh-huh. I'm just a man. Trying to complete his task. Okay, right? okay. I wasn't that's, talking that's about the game anymore. I was talking about someone else. I know what you're talking about. I'm, I'm going to stay quiet. <laughs> I have no and orange, idea. I'm, orange. Orange looking a little sus. I know exactly what he's talking I about. I have no idea what he's talking about. Orange, orange, <laughs> no orange and chief. Orange and chief. What the hell are y'all talking about? Who's in the hospital right now? I'm staying, I'm staying quiet. Oh. Or, orange looking a little <laughs> sus. I was good not not even having to discuss or hear about him at all. So <laughs> back to Among Us, that was fun. I hope we do it again real soon. This is the first time we've actually gotten like a full PSVG. Yeah, together. I, I'd, I'd love and to. For like, a lot of us, it was the first time we played Among Us. So that was also really cool. I'd uh, I'd I'd like to find a game that we could all play together. You know. Yeah, it's it's a it's a rarity that we actually play together. So it was cool that we yeah. were able to get that together and get us all on there and. Get into sh- some shenanigans. And yeah, it was a good time. It was a good time. It's up on Kevin's Twitter if you guys want to uh, Twitter his uh, Twitch if you guys want to watch the playthrough. He, but he also up, did so. tweet out that he's only four followers short of 50. Or, sorry. I retweeted his tweet with that mention, but like he wanted to like get his Twitch over 50. I think Kevin's actually pretty close to becoming an affiliate because he you only nice. need 50 followers, stream on seven different days. Uh, have eight hours total stream time and a consistent like three viewers uh, on stream. So, uh, if you I haven't have... given that man a follow, go do it. Yeah, I am. Uh, that's twitch.tv slash PSVG Kevin. Um, yep. I am not as close as Kevin. I still need like 20 followers, uh, but the rest of the stuff I can get pretty easily. Um, you know, working on it. Help. Kevin Haley get to fifty followers. I think that's what it is. Right? Yeah. 50, yeah. Y- yes, it's it's fifty followers. Um, y- y'all know mine. It's twitch.tv slash Haley'sRL. I'll pop it again at the end of the show. But go follow these people. Help them reach them goals. And uh, hopefully next time we'll get some more some different people in the Among Us stream. Hopefully we can get Delvin in there. And murder you, you, him. You, we we know the no. answer to that. You will not get Delvin in there. Delvin does I not watched play it. online games. I watched it almost the whole thing. People would be proud. Even Mike Fowler commented, like, isn't it past your bedtime? I said, yes. Yes, it is. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Speaking of Mike Fowler. All right. Fuck him. Yeah. Let's (laughs) get into some questions. 
So our first question actually comes from at Mike Fowler ninety three, friend of the podcast. He said, uh, "It's a slow week, so uh, what are your four ten for ten this gen?" Let's start with you, Delvin. Since it's gonna be PlayStation centric, I'm gonna just use. I mean, PlayStation it doesn't have to be. It's just asking for the I know. generation. I know, but since it's a PlayStation podcast, I want to be four specific PlayStation ones, meaning exclusive to PlayStation consoles or. In this yes. case, PC. Because, <laughs> you know, exclusivity of PlayStation now means PlayStation and PC. So, I'm going to say God of War, the reboot, of course, Spider-Man, Until Dawn, because I love Until Dawn, and The Last of Us 2. I'll give it to The Last of Us 2. That is a solid, solid list. What about you, Haley? Uh, 4 10 for 10, 10 for 10 games is Jin. God of War. <clears throat> Watch Dogs 2. Horizon Zero Dawn. Okay. And The Witcher 3. Okay. I like those choices. Those are definitely some good ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'm also going to do the, the PS4 thing and. Um, We'll go with Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, just trying to look through all these games: God of War, Spider Man, and Ghost of Tsushima. I like the hand in the background be behind your head, by the way. Ten for ten. What? Don't call that out. Just we're gonna pretend like she didn't just walk in here. Right? <laughs> uh my daughter. It's too early. The sun is not even fully up. Go back to bed. Aw. Stop. She's adorable. <laughs> Lord have mercy. So yeah, those are my those are those are our, our four ten for ten this gen. Um it just makes me really realize like how great a generation this has been when it comes to games. Like we've had some just really, really good games. I think when people look back on this gen, they're going to look back with very fond memories of just the breadth of amazing games that mm-hmm. we actually yeah. got. So. Could have easily did a and 10. still continue to get. Could have easily did a 10, 10 game list of those type of games. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, to think that like Mozzarella's and Valhalla and all these other games, Cyberpunk are all still considered yeah. technically this gen. It's just like, wow, we're, we're going out on a very high note. Yeah. Um, with this generation. I'm so very it's curious just, it's to see. It's been a fantastic generation. I'm very curious to see Game Awards this year. Um, also, shout out to the yeah. fact that we know for sure The Last of Us Part 2 is getting one award already. Uh, that new ac- accessibility award that was created for the show. We already know who's getting that. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Star Wars Squadrons also has a lot of accessibility options, and it starts off like with accessibility. like It puts you in the game starting with accessibility. So I think that may, because it's so fresh in people's mind, it may give it a run for its money, but we'll see. Um, our next question comes from at that retro code. He says, does cloud gaming still make sense to the PlayStation brand if Nintendo Switch is still dominating in, quote unquote, on the go gaming? I don't care do about think, cloud, I don't care about cloud gaming in general. I don't want it. Um, but does it make sense for the PlayStation brand? I mean, yes, because it's where it's unfortunately where gaming is going in general. But I don't I don't want it. That's like 
with the whole Bethesda thing. Everyone's like, just just stream just stream it over xCloud. No, I don't want to stream games. I want to download them. I want to play them. Like, like I, I want to have a physical download of that game, which is why, I, again, I was already going to get like an Xbox console at some point for Fable and State of Decay 3 and stuff like that. But it's it's a further reason why like, I don't want I don't want the Netflixization of of games. I don't want to be streaming a game. I'm sorry. It's why I don't want Stadia either. Like I, I just I don't want to stream my games. I want to have. I, I want to be able to play them if I have no internet. Like that's an issue going forward. So while yes, it makes sense because it's unfortunately where companies are looking now. Um, it's not what I want, but I'm not the main target consumer right like i'm i'm the all digital gamer but i also want to have them downloaded to my console and not be streaming them what about you Devin? what do you think i think yeah cloud gaming is the future of gaming whether you agree with it or not i'm not a big fan of cloud gaming i'm not a fan of streaming games because frankly to be frank like it takes up a lot of uh, data and if you live in places like Miami, you have certain companies like Comcast, for example, they charge you when you go over your data limits. So when we, mm-hmm. when we get into this next gen and these games are still 60 and 70 gigabytes to play, you know, you don't want to be sitting there trying to stream that every day. Like, that takes up a lot of data. In. Until they figure out how to fix that, it's always going to be a problem. And even with, with the Switch, because that's the example he, he gave. Switch games aren't necessarily that big. Like they're like at most, no, they're, they're like at most like eight gigabytes. I've seen. I don't it's think I've biggest, seen two. I think the biggest game I have downloaded on my Switch right now is uh, Pokemon, and that's because I have the DLC installed. So, yeah, they're they're not that big. So, I feel like it for Switch. It kind of makes sense because the games aren't that big anyway. For cloud gaming, in terms of it, I would I would expect it to see it from Switch, but. When you have like the PS5 and the Xbox Series S and doing that stuff, when they have these huge game files trying to do cloud gaming, it's cool to see. It's it's a glance to the future, but do I really want it? No, nah, not really, but PlayStation is going to push towards it because they've always been kind of on the cutting edge of we want to kind of be the first to do something, whether they kind of succeeded it or not. It's a different story. So, it's fine. I feel like Nintendo, in, in my opinion, I don't think Nintendo will always be there because they always find a way to make their gaming not too complicated. It's simple enough for everybody, everybody to grasp on. Like, I know there's grandmas out there who love the Nintendo Switch because it's easy, simple to pick up. You can just go to the store, buy a Switch, buy a cartridge for it still. Yep. Same thing with the Wii. I know plenty of people. My grandmother has a Wii in her house, and she still would have had a Wii in her house if it didn't die. I like her Wii died like a month ago, so I gave her the Wii U, and she used the kid, the, the grandkids and stuff, go over there to play the Wii U games and to play the Wii games because that's simple to grasp that concept of it. When you start talking about cloud gaming, it's a little bit more, especially if you're older, wrap your head around like, hey, you can just it's in the cloud. Well, what's the cloud? Oh, it's this thing to hold your game in it. You don't have to worry about downloading it. What's a download? <laughs> Do I have to have internet for this? Like, that's the first thing I, my grandmother asked when I was hooking up with Wii U. Do I need internet for this? 
to play the games? I'm like, no, you don't need internet for this. Why not? You need internet for anything else? And my grandmother's not necessarily computer savvy, but she knows enough. So when you kind of get in those conversations and stuff, like, oh, sometimes simpler is better. I know devs likes technology, so I'm going to shut up now. Yeah, so for me, the, the cloud gaming doesn't necessarily just mean on the go. Cloud gaming is just an option. So I think it makes sense for all the brands to still pursue that option because you don't necessarily have to do everything in the cloud. So a great example is um, remote play. It's basically like playing in the cloud. You're able to remote in on whatever device you have, whether it be your laptop, your phone, or whatever, remote into your PlayStation and play games that way. I think that cloud gaming makes sense for, like I said, all the brands because it's just more options. So if you if you want to play a game and you don't necessarily have a Switch, but you're a big Xbox person, you can play your game via xCloud and not have to worry about taking your Xbox with you. You're able to access that game in the cloud, access your game saves, and continue your game wherever you are. So it's really, for me, more about having options than it just being looked as, you know, gaming on the go. So yeah, the Switch is dominating with the fact that it's a handheld console. They make a device for that. But if I don't want to play Switch games and I want to play my Xbox and I want to play Halo and I just happen to be out or I'm, I'm going on a trip, being able to just take my Xbox controller, clip my 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 phone into a little clip or whatnot and continue and pick up my game i think that is that is just a great option to have um yeah streaming can be difficult if you don't if you have a data cap and data caps suck and I, I i look at that and that's that's an american problem like that's just an issue we have with our network infrastructure here it's a huge issue we just don't have internet infrastructure that really supports this but a lot of places other countries they have much better internet i have i Um, I have i have unlimited internet so yeah i have it too but it's so hit or miss yeah all throughout our country there's places where they still like the fastest they can get is like dial-up speed so we're we're just not there from an infrastructure standpoint to really make this (laughs) our current like it's just not there but when you're talking about future proofing and being able to just start to have these options available, I think cloud gaming is definitely something that all of the all of the companies should definitely be pursuing because eventually it will be much more viable to not have to worry about patches and, and all of that stuff. So like for example, a new game comes out or whatnot, it has a day one patch. You don't have to worry about downloading that patch and waiting for an install or whatnot. You literally can just jump into the game. Or being able to still say, yeah, I'm going to download this game, but while I'm downloading it, I'm going to also be able to just play it streaming while I'm waiting for it to download instead of having to wait for the download and the install. If you have the option to play the game on xCloud while you're waiting for the game to actually locally install, and then you can just pick right up where you left off. I think that's also just a great option to have. So I, I do think that the company should definitely be looking towards this we have the technology that will allow for it to just get better and better and better. So I, I definitely think it's something that they should all be pursuing. That's my thoughts. Well said. For more stuff like that, you can check out Game Tech. We talk about that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Our last question comes from the smart Delvin, Delvin Jr. No, nope. He says, with the PS5 coming very soon, what features do you think they will add to the create button? 
So, Haley, as someone who loves the create button you, and sharing... You mean the share button? Because is there, we don't know what the create button entails currently? Yes. That's what, yeah, that's um, what I said. Yeah, yes, yeah, someone who yeah. loves the, the share button. What are, you, what are you looking forward to? Like, is there any particular feature that you're looking forward to or you think that they will add to the newly created create button? Uh, that's the thing. I'm not entirely sure what all that's going to entail because sharing on the PS4 is... I mean, it's easy-ish, but like... As the system gets older, it starts to lag uh, when it brings up that menu. Um, and granted, it's got a quick editing feature if you're just going to to upload it to Twitter or whatnot. But like, if you want to add like After Effects and stuff, you need to download um, Share Factory or whatnot, and then edit it in there, and then reshare it back out. So I'm hoping a lot of those like After Effects and stuff are just able to be accessed with the Create button. Uh, I'm hoping, of course, we'll still be able to share to Twitter. Uh, you know, broadcast live, which seems to be the case because, of course, they're still offering, like, the, the HD camera, which, yes, for VR, but also, like, for, you know, wanting to have your face on stream or whatnot. Uh, and, you know, um, I want a better editing suite, even in just a quick, like, hey, I'm editing this to Twitter because the options there are mm -hmm. very limited. Um, I want to... See, the thing is, is because it's difficult, right? Because if you use the colors from HDR on a display that's not, that doesn't have HDR, it's going to look off. And it lets you know that when you share it. But I still want the option to keep the HDR coloring um, on on the image I share, right? Because, for and yeah. best example of this is the screenshot I have for my Platinum Trophy for The Last of Us Part Two, with Ellie standing in front of the Roadwork Ahead sign, because I wanted to make the stupid meme joke. <laughs> Um, but like the coloring of that that I have on my console, which was taken with HDR coloring, looks way better than it does on Twitter. Like on Twitter, that image looks way darker. Yeah. So, yeah. um, like, like it's, it, it's interesting to say because they've been so tight lipped, whereas Microsoft lately has just been like, here's all this info. We've sent the console out to YouTubers. And then you have other YouTubers, and I'm a big fan of Angry Joe, so, like, don't take this as, like, me condemning him. He put out a video last night of him holding a garbage can going, I got the Xbox Series X! Because he was salty, I guess, that he didn't get one. I don't know, it was a funny, like, two-minute video, but, like, you, you got, like, Young Yeah, and Alana Pierce, and Ray Narvaez Jr., like, all people that I follow, they've all got them, and they're doing preview stuff for them. Like, obviously, like, most of their stuff is, like, under embargo for, you know review purposes but like xbox yeah. is still like being consistent here they're sending the console out like hey yeah you can't play any of the new like launch titles like you can't play valhalla you can't play um you can't play watchdogs or anything like that right but you can play all these backwards compatible games get like the screen like the the loading times and stuff like that and with sony on the day we're recording this a bunch of japanese youtubers apparently got access and Nibel was posting images mm -hmm. from it and that's all we have right now like we don't have any ui or anything like that and we are literally less than 45 days out yeah that's pretty ridiculous how little info we really have there's no tear down there's no nothing we don't know if they're adding stuff to the creation suite i assume the share factory will make a return the fact that it's running on an SSD will make all of those transitions a lot faster. You don't have to worry about that 
gradual slowdown as the system gets older. Um, so it should make it a lot easier. But as far as features, I have no idea what they'll be adding because they haven't said anything. Is there anything that you'd want from that create button, Dove? And have you ever even pressed the share button? I'm going to say this and my son knows this. I don't know damn well why he asked this question. You know damn well I don't like none of this stuff. I don't like the share button. I don't like the create button. I'm not using none of that stuff. I may have touched that button once in my life by mistake trying to press start or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm I'm in the same mode. I really don't use the share button very much at all. If it didn't exist, I really wouldn't care. Um, I've used it most recently and pretty much exclusively because of Ghost of Tsushima. Like, the game just looked great, and I wanted to pick Take, take pictures of it and yeah. share those out but other than that like I I really don't use the create button if I'm going to stream I'm going to do it through my computer because it just has way more options than just going live just only to Twitch or YouTube or what I mean that's the one thing I will really capture well that's the one thing I will say is I can't I, like, I have OBS on my laptop for like mm-hmm. stream notifications and whatnot for when people follow me but I can't use any of that when I stream from the Playstation so, gotta get you an Elgato. Yeah, I mean, you also got. We also got to get me a computer that has more than two ports. You just buy an adapter, or just... or get a computer uh-huh. that can actually handle things. I, I think streaming your laptop will be fine. I'm you don't sh- need a I'm whole sure. lot to stream. Streaming and playing on the same computer—that's a different story. But if you're just strictly streaming from it, I think it'd be fine. But also like the capturing like so the one thing that i would like to have if that from the create button is just better options to actually capture gameplay um i feel like it's just weird with 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 the playstation but then also with the limited hard drive space i don't know that i'd want to do that unless they're going to give us a ton of space like in the cloud to be able to, to to actually just capture directly to the cloud or if they'll allow us to use an external hard drive and capture and have that be the place where it saves the actual capture. Yeah. Other than that, I can't. Because even exporting it from, from the PS4 and trying to put it on a computer to actually edit it, I feel like it's just a pain. Yeah, so it's I, a big pain in the neck. This button can go away. The create button can just... No, can, I like I like <laughs> the I, share I button. I like it. Let me remap it and have it do something else. They won't I have, let you do that, and you know I that. have the real question that he should have asked. That has been... <laughs> A hot take of his that I think is trash. I don't know where this kid came from with this, but I'm going to ask it here. I mean, he came from you because he's your child, so. Well, that's debatable based off of this question he asked. Which movie <laughs> is better? The Last Jedi or Rogue One? Rogue Choose one. wisely. Thank you, Haley. I love I mean, you. You already got my answer. I told you it was Rogue One, but the real answer is Solo. No, but God, Solo's awful. Awful. Solo's good. Awful. Okay. You're... You're you don't get to speak anymore. Where's the mute button? <laughs> You're tripping. Solo is great. No, it's, Solo's it, good. It, it, it's, it actually it's is really good. It is it's awful. fun. I cannot stand that movie. Wow. Solo. Oof, that's a good one. Son. That's a really good one. It it felt like Star Wars, and it could easily have been like a turn it into like a, a TV show. Okay, but that one. There's a uh, lot oh, going on there. speaking of that comment of turning Solo into a TV show, they were showing commercials for it on like the sci-fi channel here 
Um, and my mom thought it was a TV show and didn't realize it was just a movie. I was like, no, that that's just a movie. It's about Han Solo. And she's like, oh, well, I don't want to. They could have done a lot. Yeah, I was, I was, I was like, a TV show I, and it would be really good. She was like, well, I don't want to watch this then. They, they should make it a TV show. They really should. It's good. Solo, Solo is great. Um, yeah. Uh, also, you're, you're upset that your child who is what? I'm going to guess like eight. My son's 14. I was gonna say yeah, he's a teenager. Teenager. Okay. So he should know better. Your child that is fourteen, who has his own thoughts and opinions, likes a movie that you don't, and you are upset about this. Yes, because I pay. I pay his rent. And I pay for his food. That's and not how opinions <laughs> work. If he keeps making the wrong opinions, that's I was, how they work in my household. <laughs> I will start him out. I'm paying. I'm paying the bills. You living here? With those trash opinions? I, I mean, that'd be like my mother saying the same thing because I don't like Nickelback and she does. Your mom likes Nickelback? Yes, my mom likes Nickelback. Huh. That's interesting. Interesting. Does, does he think that The Last Jedi is better than Rogue One? He doesn't like either one of them, but he thinks The Last Jedi is a better movie than Rogue I mean, One. Ugh. I mean, you know, they just... He grew up in a different generation of Star Wars. That's all I can really say. I to mean, that. to be fair, they didn't. To be grow fair, up with the, like, hi, the... I never saw Star Wars until last year. So, <laughs> yeah, I. It's hard. He's also fourteen. Yeah, so he's right that they're both. I mean, Rogue One is the 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 episode you know three we deserved. As far as I'm concerned, I don't even like to acknowledge the prequels because they're freaking awful. He likes uh, uh, the only thing I know likes about one the and three is that people hate, like to. Uh, Jar Jar Binks. Jar the Jar. only thing about one that I like is Darth Maul, but they just they wasted the character by killing him off so soon. I think that was terrible. Like you could have had him be the guy that Vader had to get rid of to ascend to being Darth Vader, but <sighs> yeah, that is a story for another podcast. You're wrong, I'm sorry son. that you and your son don't don't have a, you know, a, are of the same mind, and you have to deal with that. You'll you'll, you'll get over it, Delta. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get into our stories of the week. Our quick stories. There's been a little bit of stuff going on in the world of PlayStation. It has been a relatively slow news week. Um, PlayStation still refuses to tell us much of anything. So. Let's get into our first story here. What do we? What do you got for us here, Haley? Uh, well, uh, PlayStation Plus games for the month have been revealed. Uh, for the month of October, sorry. Um, and uh, the interesting thing is that the thumbnail for the video, uh, and also throughout the video, it contains the PS Plus collection art. So I'm curious if these are going to also be in the collection next month, or how any of that's going to work because they just. We still don't have any info besides, hey, download and play. But if you're going to start using this art, you're going to start confusing people, and I can guarantee you that. Um, regardless, your games for the month of October, uh, you'll be able to download them by the time you're listening to this podcast because it comes out on Wednesday, and the first Tuesday of the month is when you can start downloading. Uh, our Need for Speed Payback uh, and Vampire from Don't, don't Not. Um, great game. Uh... It's, I'm going to warn you in advance, uh, and I'm a huge vampire fan, obviously. Uh, please watch Bit. Told you I would plug it again, Delvin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, this is not a triple A game. It is, I would classify it as double. It's still good. 
The story is very good. Um, but it's it's not a triple A game. It I would class it as double A. Uh, very good. Need for Speed Payback, on the other hand, I would consider a hot garbage file. Like literally, like the worst Need for Speed game I have ever played. They completely changed the way you upgrade cars in that game. Uh, essentially, instead of actually like going, "Hey, here's the engine I want," no, it's all car based. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I, I have payback. It's it looks pretty. It's not good. Yeah. <laughs> um, one man's trash is another man's. Treasure. Regardless, oh, so yeah, somebody loves some, that Somebody game. will enjoy it. I we don't get in the trash the whole, in a minute. <laughs> I played through the whole story, but. <laughs> But regardless, uh, please play Vampire. Also, please watch Bit. It is spooky season. Um, it's it's not a very scary movie. Just just so we're out there. But uh, again, I will continue to to pimp an LGBT positive vampire movie. So, yes, yeah, Vampire was one game that I was looking at that I actually wanted to play at some point. So it's cool that it's coming to the service. And these are actually two games that I don't already have, which is a rarity when it comes to PS yeah. Plus. Uh, I, don't, um, I, don't, I already own both of these. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, see? It is interesting that they use the, the new the new art, which I think is going to be just the new art style for PlayStation Plus. I don't think it really has anything to do with necessarily it just being the collection. But I do think that that is going to be just their new art and art direction for PlayStation Plus. It's going to be very interesting to see how the collection works because if you don't get a PS, usually PS Plus games come for the month. Yeah. If this is considered the PS, these particular set of titles are the PS Plus, PS5 collection, I'm wondering how long those games will be made available for somebody who purchased a PS5. Are you only going to be able to get these games if you have a PS5 and do they are they going to be available for just the first year of people who get a ps5 is it going to be there for the entirety are they going to add games to it it's it's, it's one of those things that we, we just don't know because sony hasn't said anything but i do think that that is just the new artwork for the next gen going into ps plus i don't think it is necessarily just the artwork for the ps plus collection i think they've just decided to make a, a an art change yeah damn you playstation Give us more info. <laughs> give us give us a blog post. It tells us more. You guys are driving me nuts here. So you, you, we spoke about a hot trash, Delvin. What, what, what do you have for us, sir? I am flabbergasted yeah. that in a time where we have gotten pretty good video game adaptations in terms of like Sonic the Hedgehog and um, The Witcher. The Witcher, of course. Even Tomb Raider was decent. I know exactly Pikachu. what this is about, and I'm already ready to laugh. Yo, they literally are going to release this hot-ass trash fire of a movie for Monster Hunter. Yep. Have you guys seen the trailer for this? I the, don't have to, because guess who it's directed by? I, I can guess. The, can the you? Same pro- yes, the same person who made the Resident Evil movies. Yes. Can you Can you guess one other fun fact about him? He likes putting his wife in everything now. That's what yeah, I mean, he is married to Mila Jovovich. Uh, but also, wow, this movie is trash fire. The new tri- like the new Resident Evil mo- uh, anime series featuring Claire and Leon that was announced already looks better than this. This, this is the funny thing about it. This movie looks like a sequel to the Resident Evil movies. 
It does, but it, it still looks like garbage. Because it you, looks... know, you, know, you know what the fun part about the Resident Evil movies is? While they're bad, they actually look decent, and they're fun to yeah. watch. This looks like you'll want to tear your eyes out while in the theater. This is it's baffling how bad this looks. There's no monsters. There's no hunter. What the fuck were they making? This does not look like anything that has to do with the franchise monster fucking hunter. It looks like Tremors. It doesn't look good. Then they got T.I. in there with his big ass words. Indubitably, this shit looks horrible. <laughs> Who the fuck greenlit this movie? I can't believe so the- they're making a Monster Hunter movie that looks nothing like Monster Hunter. <laughs> they should be ashamed. I mean, to be I don't really be, know what the story is in Monster Hunter, so I don't I mean, even know really what a, you would do for There's not really a coherent movie, one I mean, for Monster Hunter, but also the plot for this movie is that like Mila Jovovich and like TI and whatnot are like a group of actual military soldiers who end up in the Monster Hunter universe somehow. So that's a thing, because that's how you want to start a Monster Hunter movie with people who are not familiar with Monster Hunter and the monsters. And also, you didn't show any monsters in this trailer. You showed the oh, fucking monster from Tremor, Tremors. That would look like. Like, they just made a Tremors movie and said, fuck. We don't need a Tremors movie. Let's just, let's just name it Monster Hunter. They won't notice. So the question is, are, are we looking for this to be an intellectual wonder, like, masterpiece? Or are we looking for it to just be a fun, ridiculous summer romp? Like, it's, I, I don't, don't think, think it's supposed be to be... I don't think it's supposed to be something that's supposed to be glorious. It's probably supposed to be just here's here's something to just have fun with. With we're gonna put some giant monsters on screen. Look at her weapon. It's dumb. I don't think there's supposed to be anything that's just like oh my god, this is amazing. It's supposed to be like this is just supposed to be fun. No, but this you know movie... what I you know what I did want. I wanted the the actual actually good video game adaptations trend to continue. It's yeah. not going to with this movie. This movie. Looks like a cash grab in the literal yeah. sense of the word cash grab. Like, in, like they didn't even try to make a Monster Hunter movie. They're just like, hey, we got some shit lying around here in the studio. Like, we got a whole bunch of sand. Let's just call it Monster Hunter. <laughs> this could be this could be any movie. This is literally a generic ass movie with the name Monster Hunter on top of it. And it's a shame because we, you can't do that now. We have we have seen Castlevania. We have seen. All these shows and movies the that Witcher. have been decent and great. The Witcher. That's the difference. When you compare the shows to the movies, it's such a, for me, you can't really do that. You can't compare I mean, the two. I can because compare The Witcher and Sonic so because they're different. both good. But you even the movies are getting better. And stuff in serials. Like the actual, I, I prefer serial adaptations over a movie anytime because you actually get a much better coherent story arc where you can actually have character development. You can't really do that in movies. So I don't like, I don't like that comparison at all. So like saying we've gotten a great Witcher. Well, yeah, we were able to have however many episodes of that for it to develop. You in this is movies. You have only a couple of hours to try to tell an entire story. I I don't like that comparison, and I don't think I don't I would never compare something like this to to something of that magnitude. Again, I think this is just supposed to be something that's gonna be silly and fun. Detective Pikachu was good. Yeah, Detective, Detective Pikachu. Pikachu. Yeah, Detective Pikachu yeah. had no right of being good. That idea did not sound like a good idea, and they made that an enjoyable movie. 
Sonic the Hedgehog hey, was good. You know, who, you know who was the star of that movie? This is a Pikachu. hot take, by the way. Detective. This is a hot Deadpool. take, by the way. Deadpool. No. Ka- Deadpool Catherine was the star Newton. of the pick a Pikachu. Delvin yeah, is like, holding back his laugh right now. I'm laughing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Catherine Newton was the star of that who movie. Who? Oh, yeah, who's Catherine me, Newton? Don't, who? don't make me post a, a GIF in chat. Who's Catherine Newton? I don't need Newton? a GIF in chat. Who's, who is that? Mr. Mime? No. Uh, the reporter for like Pokemon News. Oh! Not the... No. Yes. Deadpool yeah. was the highlight no, of Detective all. Pikachu. It was basically watching Deadpool as Pikachu. That's what it was. That's what made the movie fun. No. Catherine Newton. I'm I'm a big gay though, so that that that's bias. Yeah. I mean, the- yeah, she was cool, but no. That's that no. <laughs> Who are- Please stop letting this man make movies. I get that his not, wife is they're hot. They're not going. They're not going to because <laughs> a his wife is hot and b even even though this movie is going to be a garbage fire, it's still going to make buttloads of money. So yep, somebody somebody's going to enjoy it. It's going to be a fun movie for somebody, and it'll make money, and it'll be cool. No. It's not for us, but you know, it won't be cool. That's fine. It'll probably make money. Okay, but it won't, okay it, again, it won't be cool. did you it. listen to a word Dev just said? It's not for us. It's but not for it will nobody. Will be for somebody. It's not for somebody. Not for like, nobody. It's going to be. You got to stop throwing the. It's a garbage fire just because we don't like it. Just because you don't like something doesn't mean it's terrible. Yes, it does. It's just not for you. That is the definition of terrible. If I don't, I mean, in a dictionary, that is also a, my face. That is, that is also a slippery slope. We're not going there. Move on, Dev. What's your look, story? Look, look at Move on, Dev. <laughs> stop talking about story? Stop talking about my slippery slopes on this podcast. Right? Oh my! Oh my! Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> All right. My hands are clean. Bullshit. Nah. <laughs> Your hands are never been clean. I swore once during this podcast. Who's done it several freaking times? Hey, I told you, we are past that point of swearing. <laughs> like, that has been going out the window several episodes we ago. Are not. The family friendly podcast. All right, we are the redheaded stepchild. <laughs> that we will be. Are, we are that the will be bad news bears. Yes. we are on like the cusp of being DLC ish. But anyways, this week we had some uh, some fun stuff here. We actually got some information for once um, by way of Insomniac about the ever. The ever-turning door of all of this craziness surrounding the remaster of Spider-Man. Yeah. All the news stories about this are ridiculous, by the way, including the, the headline from The Verge. It's like, they recast him to be off-brand Tom Holland. And I'm like, that is not at all what they did. Yeah, so there's just been nothing but just kind of like ire about this. The fact that you can only get it with the Ultimate Edition. The fact that if you already own it on PS4, people are upset because they don't get a free upgrade to a game that came out several years ago. Um, the fact that you can't buy it standalone. like Just so many so many different things. They make it seem like it's this big con- convoluted rigmarole on how to get the game when there's literally just two versions of the damn yeah. game. You have the regular edition and the ultimate edition. 
It's it's very, very simple. If you get a PS4, there's only one edition for you to buy. If you have a PS5, there's two editions. And if you get the ultimate, it comes with the bonus of Spider-Man Remastered. That's it. It's very simple. So we got more news about this and how they have actually remastered the game. There's actually just a ton of work that has gone into the game to bring it up to next gen standards as far as the ray tracing, making larger crowds, redoing a lot of the assets. And one of the things that had to be done because of them redoing so many of the assets in 4K with ray tracing and all of that was they had to use a different face for, for Peter Parker. Yep. So yeah, they swapped out the original actor and put in a new one. Yes, he does look like Tom Holland a little bit. Sure. Nope, not at all. He Don't does see the end up looking. He does end up looking a little bit younger than the original Spider-Man, the original person who played. Okay, Peter but Parker. you know what he? Okay. You know what he sure. looks like now? He looks like an actual twenty-three-year-old. And the reason everyone's freaking out about this is because you're so used to seeing twenty-six-year-old actors play teenagers in every TV show and movie ever. He looks like an actual 23-year-old. Yeah, he just, to me, he looks like some dude who's in his 20s, just like the other guy did. Here's the thing. You don't even see Peter Parker that much. He's mostly in the suit. He's mostly in the suit. That's, that's, That's the cusp of it. And they did this to try to, for the actual facial capture in 4K. And I get it. We got used to this being the Peter Parker in the Spider-Man world, but ultimately, in the end, it does not change the game. Like, yeah, you'll have to get used to a new face that you'll see. But again, most of the time, you want to be running around, web crawling and swinging around in the actual suit anyway. So they did this from just a technical standpoint, and it has set the internet on fire to the point where people are talking about, we're going to find the dev and we're going to get you. Like, oh like God. I, those tweets to Brian, what is wrong with you people, those tweets to Brian, Intahar, the creative director on Spider-Man. Oh my God, dude. Why? You recast the face. Like you gotta be kidding me that, that, that this is where we're at in this era that people are so mad about a character in a video games face changing that you want to just be complete assholes they're they're, like, they're going after on. yuri too for this by the way because yuri tweeted it's guys so stupid yuri lowenthal is still the voice uh for those who aren't aware obviously they weren't gonna recast that but they only became yeah um he tweeted out that like there's bigger problems to worry about like say the rise of fascism in the united states currently um and people started going after him with death threats too. And it's like, guys, it's not that big a deal. It's a character in a video game. This is the same thing that happened when people started sending death threats to Laura Bailey for Abby in the last of us part two, like good God, get a life. It's, it's not that big a deal. Just ridiculous. And what people really get upset about. And I mean, they're all keyboard warriors. Ain't nobody actually doing anything. Ain't none of these people actually trying to run up, you know? punks jump up to get beat down they ain't, they ain't trying to do that they're all just keyboard warriors sure little, little but... typo thugs like fuck out of here like stop all that like it's just dumb but you should sad that this is what it comes to you... over a face yeah a not even a real face a face in a video game yeah and it ain't that big a deal it's there... not gonna change your experience with the game it's really not there's also a change.org petition to to go back to the old face already and i'm just laughing because that's gonna do nothing 
I, yeah, I don't even understand the point of a lot of these changes that over things because, like, ultimately, you can have all the centers in the world you want. The game directors aren't changing the face. They did this from a technical standpoint that matches up with the actual yeah. facial capture, like the actual capture of the dude talking. They needed something that lined up better based on them going to, like, better assets, 4K assets. Like, it, it, it's just dumb. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's dumb. absolutely dumb. And it sucks because it just adds more just fuel to the fire of people being upset about the way that Miles Morales is being handled. It just it just adds more to that fire, and it just it really sucks. I uh, I also but here's the thing: in in a couple of months when the game is out, this nobody's gonna even care to talk about. I, uh, I like the game's out. I also think that like the only reason this was even announced with this information is because you'll probably see Peter's new face in Miles Morales because they've said Peter's in the game, so you 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 will see him. Mm-hmm. Um. Also, I like that with all this info dump, they also revealed that the Amazing Spider-Man movie suit will be one of the new suits in the game. So there's still two more. We don't know what the new ones are besides this. But uh, I'm very glad they chose the suit from one and not two because the Amazing Spider-Man suit in Amazing Spider-Man 1 was pretty cool. So I didn't even realize that, that was. I thought that was the same suit from the Sam Raimi games. I'm like, didn't they already do this? No, it's from it's from the, the Andrew game? Garfield movies. Yeah, I don't care. No, I'm not. I, the, the regular suit from the game is the same one he'll be wearing the entire game because it fits and it makes sense. I don't even see the point of all the suits. I think a lot of them look ridiculous. I mean, that's a lot of Spider-Man and, suits look ridiculous. My favorite still is uh, is the kick me suit where he's wearing like the Fantastic Four and he's got bag bag hat on and on his back it says kick me. It's like <laughs> it's so funny because I don't even see the point of that stuff from like a narrative standpoint. Like why? Like because if they're he's all not from in like just a regular Spider Man suit or if he's not in like a Venom suit. I just don't see the point why they even exist. They're all from like ridiculous like eighties and nineties comic book storylines, which is why they're iconic suits. Yeah. Um, I get it. I just don't see what 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 purpose they serve in the game. Like they're great. It just looks wrong. Any dog. thoughts, Delvin? Dog, they arguing over a fucking video game face. Mm-hmm. It's some of the stupidest shit. Motherfuckers can't even get a PlayStation, and they arguing over a fucking face. Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> like they may not, they, they may not even be able to play the game. Coming from, a fu- about? coming from a fucker who can't get the console himself. It's a fact. They're arguing over a fucking game they may not even be able to play because they can't get it. What the do fuck we, are they uh, talking do we, do we even know if the remaster is like their day one or is that like a later thing? I think it's day one. I would assume it's their day one. I, I, oh, well, I mean, because I know the game is like double the size if you buy the Ultimate Edition. I just wasn't sure, so. Yeah, I'd have to imagine if it wasn't coming day one, they would have said that already. I feel like this is in a bag. It's definitely going to be their day one on PS5. Okay. It's a face, dog. A face. It's like, really? That's going to be a fucking no for me, dog. (laughs) Exactly. Like, I don't understand. Out of all the things people can get worked up over, in life in general, even in video games, this is what y'all choose to get mad at. This is the thing y'all want to choose to get your pitchforks out and make death threats over. Get the fuck out of here. You you ain't killing shit. You a pussy. Like, anybody who does that and makes death threats, 
the people over Twitter, you are a pussy. A grade A pussy coward. You don't make death threats people over Twitter over a video game. It's one of the stupidest, childish things a person can ever do. You get mad because a video game developer doesn't bend the knee to you? Get out of here. That is so stupid and idiotic. I don't have time for people like that. I think it's childish. And I don't think video game developers should pay these people any attention. Block them. Move on. Fuck them. You don't like what we do with our game? Make your own goddamn Spider-Man game. Don't come at me with some, oh, you changed our face. How dare you change the face we grew up with in the childhood? Get the fuck out of here. It's stupid. It's beyond dumb. I, I want to point yeah. out, Delvin continued to swear, so I've done it twice. Delvin's just the bad child. Yes, today I'm on fire with this. It's just so stupid that they've made such a big it deal is. about this. Yeah, it's, and it's these motherfuckers can't even, ridiculous. They can't even get a PS5. They're on the same boat as me. We're just making memes about them not getting PS5s. But they're like, ooh, we can't play, <laughs> we can't play Spider-Man with the fight face we want. If you don't like the face, play the old one. It's still there on the PS4 that you're still going to have when the PS5 comes out. Shut the fuck up. And also, you can play it on the PS4, on the PS5 with backwards compatibility anyway, so. Yes. Yep, 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 yep. It's dumb. Now, something that ain't dumb. That is just like what that you want. You want something to get upset about. This something to get upset about. What the hell is going on with cross generation saves? Oh yeah, that's that's something. <laughs> now that's something to get upset about. I mean, we have no clue what is truly going on here. Sony has said nada. They ain't said anything. I mean, we know coming from a couple of developers that cross saves are weird so yakuza like a dragon man eater and dirt five have thrown some really weird confusion into the mix as far as how cross saves are going to work yakuza has confirmed that yeah your ps4 save will not carry over to ps5 dirt has said yeah certain things will carry over like your playground creations but your game progress from your career mode your currency will not be able to move from PS4 to PS5. And then Maneater, they said, yeah, you can upgrade for free to PS5, but uh, your saves, trophies, stats, none of that stuff is going to be able to carry over. However, the Maneater version on Xbox, everything carries over. But for some, somehow, some way, your Miles Morales PS4 save will carry over to PS5. Yeah. So and- you've got games that can do it, games that can do some things, now, and then games that can't do anything. Just what the hell is going on keep in mind by the way when they're saying your save won't transfer if you're it's presumed if you're continuing to play the ps4 version on the ps5 your save will work fine but these are talking about moving to the ps5 copy of the game which is still weird that miles morales seems to be the only one where your save is going to transfer over it doesn't make any sense yeah so like we know Marvel's Avengers, you're going to get a free version, but is your game save going to be able to transfer? Because, and, and that's, we don't know. that's the weird part, too, because normally in an, in an online game like that, like Destiny, for example, all your progress is in the cloud. But with Avengers, it's all console-based. Yeah, because Avengers, you don't ever have to touch online. You don't even have to connect online to play the game. With a game like Destiny or like Division, like you have to access the server to play. Avengers, you can play that game entirely offline. Yeah. You don't have to ever go online for anything. But, so it makes more sense for them to have a local save. Sure. But if 
my free copy on PS5 makes me have to start the whole game over. Guess who's not going to do that? Yeah. It's dumb. I, I mean, I don't get it. And we they haven't said anything, so we don't know. So games like that. Uh, Call of Duty. Will that, will that transfer over? I imagine, of course, all of my multiplayer stuff would because that's saved server side. It's not saved locally. But will my local game save? If I start the campaign here, can I pick it up at the next one? Assassin's Creed Valhalla. If I start my game on PS4, can I pick it up on PS5? Valhalla's a little weird for me anyways because Valhalla releases on the 10th. I'll just wait the two days to play it on the PS5. But like yeah. for those of us getting a PS5 on, on launch day, yeah. yeah, you can wait two days and start it there. But if you're somebody who's ended up getting a PS5 in January, but yeah. you really want to play yeah. Valhalla, you start it on PS4, yeah, you start Watch Dogs on PS4, you start you start those games no. on PS4, like are my game saves gonna carry over? Am I gonna be able to just pick up where I left off? I'm getting the free upgrade to the game, yeah. but am I good? I mean see, Madden. See like my Madden save. Oh, am I, I gonna be able to pick Madden. up my franchise? I mean but like we don't know. Wa- Watch Dogs is one where I will be starting on the PS4 because I'm not waiting three weeks to play Watch Dogs. Like I, I will be playing Watch Dogs on the 28th. So, like it, it's this is so weird and ridiculous. And at this point, they need to start releasing info. So, yeah, this goes back to what we say for years. I don't get it. PlayStation don't communicate. Don't even like that communicate with the developers on, on this issue. They're like this is be something that right. everybody should have a clear, cut out, point blank message doing. Like either it does or it doesn't. Should be no middle ground. Like well, maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. Maybe this. No, you should know at this point in time with the console coming out. What a month? You uh, should know. Uh, literally a month and a week. Yes, you should know at this point what's going to transform and what's not going to transform. You should even be able to have the wording to. Worded out perfectly. You've had plenty of time now. We are now near the gold line. We should not be talking about these things at this point in time of the console literally getting ready to come out. And it's just bad, bad, just bad marketing, bad everything. Like they just dropped the ball with this completely. Like we, all this thing should have been out there for us to know off bat. The fact that it wasn't, while you can kind of put some blame on the developers, this really falls on Sony because they are in charge of everything and they haven't been. Getting the messaging out. Point blank. Simple. Yep. It totally falls on Sony. It doesn't make any sense. With Xbox, like, we have no confusion. We know that everything's going to work. With Sony, it's just nothing but confusion. We have no idea what's going what's gonna to happen. And what what is most frustrating is if there was going to be an E3, we would have had all of this information. So it's not even like this should be something that we should be waiting for till last minute. We should have this info already. They should be able to put it in a blog post. It's not like they haven't done state of play, so they know how to make videos. If they yeah. want to make a video presentation, it shouldn't be hard. Like, if you know the info, like, I cannot for the life of me believe that they don't know or there wasn't a plan in place already done and set for this type of stuff. There, I just I cannot believe that Sony would be like, oh, we didn't think about this. Oh, this is going to be a problem. That should have been something that should have been handled long time ago devs should have had the final dev kits in their hands a long time ago with this type of stuff already baked in for them to know yeah the saves will be able to carry forward or you have to do this i just i don't know what the hell is going on with this and it's it's just it makes no sense to me like there's no reason why we should not know exactly what's going on with the game saves there shouldn't be this much confusion surrounding it at all at this point 
It should be done. It should be set in stone. We should know. Yeah. We're a month out. People are going to have consoles a month out. And a month out to not know if my game saves are going to carry forward is just piss poor. Uh, yeah. And I mean, like, uh, with people wondering why Xbox saves transfer over, it's because, A, they're all in the cloud anyways. That's how Xbox saves work. But also, B, for what seems to be, I mean, sure, no double achievement lists on the Xbox, but I guess that's going to be the case for PlayStation based on saves not carrying over. Um, is uh, for whatever reason, the Xbox One and the Xbox Series X di- uh, games seem to be the same disc if you're buying uh, a disc based version of the game. Yeah, so I mean, the thing is, you're gonna have to download something anyway, yeah, which makes sense. So, th- nothing runs off the disc, not a thing, yeah, it's runs just an off activation the disc. The disc key. literally. Installs the game and lets you authorize. Say, yeah, yeah, you own this. You can play it. Yeah. So yeah, you'll download some 4K assets if it's a Xbox Series S. If it's an Xbox, I'm sorry, but Xbox Series X, you'll have some 4K assets and stuff. If it's the Series S, you won't. Game is basically the same. Yeah. It's the same exact game. There shouldn't be anything that's different. And with the PS5, like literally, it, it's just it's just dumb. It uh, it's dumb. It, it does appear we'll have a lot of double achievement lists. Uh, which, you know, was the same last gen. Uh, Black Flag, for example, had a PS3 trophy list and a PS4 trophy list. Uh, I'm assuming Valhalla will have the same here, a PS4 list and a PS5 list. I don't, I, and I, I don't think that should have any bearing on whether or not my game save transfers. I mean, it did last like, time. You couldn't, pick up, I couldn't transfer my me... save from PS3 to PS4, so. So fucking dumb. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Get it together. And I can understand the PS3 to PS4 because it was a completely different architecture. Sure. This is not. This is not a new architecture. It's still x86. Like, the game saves should not change at all. It should be the same. And the fact that Miles Morales can do it makes me even more upset that there are games that can't. It does not make any sense. It's just dumb it's poor marketing that you haven't said anything about it it's poor marketing that we don't know it's just a clusterfuck and i'm sick and tired of sony's clusterfuck literally if there weren't games that i really liked on sony i would be like i'm just getting an xbox there's just this they're just they're just screwing up yeah they are fucking up royally and i'm just i'm done with it i'm, I'm so over it i i and get your shit together this sony. is who knows how the generation will shake out because again they're not really competing in the same way this gen but uh would not be surprised to see sony be the behind market leader so it's crazy with how much fervor there is around this playstation the fact that you know people still really want these pre-orders yeah there hasn't been another re-up of of consoles that we know of in fact there there's been a lot of places overseas have been like, yeah, you're not getting any consoles for launch day. We know you took these pre-orders. We had allocated them to you, but uh, you're not getting them until January. So, <laughs> Sony, get your heads out of your asses. Yeah. Get your shit together. That's all I got. That's all I got. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Uh, You know, of course, by the time we release this, who knows, maybe Sony will have Locked up and given information, but that's doubtful. So probably not. 
Sony goes Sony. Which is just a shame. Which is just a shame. Like they, they, I was really hoping that when they announced the PS Plus games, they would have actually had some more details going forward with PS5. Like I feel like that would have been the perfect time to say, hey, these are the new games that are going to be here for this month. And going forward, this is what's going on with the PS5 collection. This is going to be what's happening with PlayStation. Like it would have been a perfect opportunity to kind of just yeah, like seize I, the day and own the week for PlayStation. Yeah, because I want to know, like, are we still getting two free games a month on PS5? Like, yeah, you got to imagine that like... Because they said the collection, the PS Plus collection is a new benefit. They didn't mention anything yeah. about taking benefits away. So you got to assume we're getting two free games something on PS5, but what are those going to be? I I mean Right, cuz for PS4 we got Resogun and Contrast, right? Mm-hmm. Those were the two games yeah. that we got for P they were actually PS4 only games. So yeah. are we going to get a PS5 game? I like, mean, it's only on here's PS5? a hot are we take. Get something? What if Devil May Cry 5 special edition is one of those? That would be cool. It would be real cool. I mean, it would be a really nice boon to be able to be like, and these are the games that you're going to get that are PS5 versions of the game. These are your two free PS5 games, and you get the PS Plus collection. Yeah. PS Plus, PS5 collection. So you get all these all of these great games for PS4. You get these two new titles for PS5. This is PlayStation Plus. Like, But again, they refuse to say a word. Sony silence is deafening. Yep. So yeah. That's gonna do it for episode fifty-four. Yep. Of the PlayStation experience. We uh hope you enjoyed yourself. We hope you had a good time. Feel free to holler at us over on the Twitters at PlayStation XP. Stop by our blog at PSVG.blog or the Discord at PSVG.blog slash Discord and join us in all of the shenanigans and memes and Delvin's not getting a PS5 that's going on there. Last but not least, we want to invite you to be a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash PSVG. If you enjoy our content here, there is a slew of additional content to just be had for $3 a month. And with that, I'd like to take a time out to just thank our patrons. Edwin Callow, Barry Cathcart, Josh the Bonesaw Raboni, Chris McElfrish, myself, Kyle Hyman, Paul Calico, Michael Masick, Zach Bradshaw, Nick Farharbor, Rob Emanuel, Rude Days 93, Grouchy Surge, and last but not least, BMOX. Thank you guys all for becoming patrons and joining us in the journey that is PSVG. Without you, there is no us. So, uh, anything that you'd like to plug or let the people know where they can find you, Mr. Delvin Cox? Find me on Twitter at Delvin underscore Cox. Check out the Delvin Cox experience anywhere you get podcasts and probably in a, a GameStop somewhere in Miami. <laughs> get this man a PS5. Somebody. <laughs> Hook him up. For real. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. That- Mike Fowler said you want to make so many bullshit memes. Make one with, <laughs> with Black Panther talking to Captain America said, get this man a shield and put get this man a PS5. <laughs> Maybe somebody uh, hook, hook a brother up with a PS5 or a Link. I'm looking sick out here without the only person not getting one. This is crazy. <laughs> yeah, da- Dev and I both have one, so. Yes. I mean, I, I mean, I I didn't get a pre-order. I just I got hooked okay. Up. But again, yes. you still have one. You're going to have to drive to go get. But as long as that pre-order doesn't get canceled by some ridiculous 
you know, Best Buy way because who knows what the, who knows what's going on. Yeah, yeah. But, um, you have your marching orders, my father. We want a new one. We want one where uh, we get this man a PS Five. All right, <laughs> make it. <laughs> what about you, Haley? Where can the people find you? Uh, you can find me over on Twitter at Shepard Zarel. Yeah, you can find me on your game platform of choice at Haley Zarel. Uh, you can follow me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash and I'm going to pimp Bit again because A, it's October, and B, I will continue to pimp uh, LGBT horror movies and the like. So, again, very nice to have a vampire movie with uh, trans lead uh, whose entire personality isn't that they're trans. Like, in fact, yes. and in fact, I already told Delvin this last week when we were talking about it after the show. But the only way you know the main character in that movie is trans is if you know who the lead is going in. Um, or if you're trans or gender nonconforming yourself, you might recognize like little quips about it here and there. But literally, like you don't know that the main character is trans and unless you know who the actress playing her is. So, what's up, Delvin? You had a question. Yeah. Are there other movies like this? That you can think of off the top of your head. It doesn't have to be like mainstream. Just I'll have you... to come back to you with a list for next week, but I can find some. Like, there's definitely Pati- other movies like this. Particularly horror. Since it's October, might be a cool thing. In the horror some. genre, the only other one I'm going to recommend is Final Girls, and it's not even really LGBT. It's just LGBT friendly. Okay. There we go. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. You can find me at Dead Ninja Dev pretty much on everything. Except for PlayStation, it's that into Dev 2. Come holla at your boy. I'm always here for the shenanigans and trash talk. <laughs> and with that, long live play. This has been a production of the Play Some Video Games Podcast Network. <laughs>